Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you on your path of self-discovery, mindfulness and compassion so that we can draw a roadmap together that will help us align mind and heart. Today's topic is our fear to embark on a new project. For more information about what I do or about myself, you can visit my website on georginahudson.net or you can even visit my Instagram account and follow it. It's georginahudsong, G like gate. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, people? How are you today? I've talked about today's topic with so many people, with so many clients and also with so many friends and acquaintances that I said to myself, this has to be talked about in the podcast. The pandemic has urged many people to reinvent themselves because they've lost their jobs or because their income has been lowered. But there are other people who already had a burning desire to start a new career path, but who pushed it down for fear of the unknown. And that is what we want to discuss today. There's something frightening and paralyzing when, after careful analysis of every aspect of the new venture, inaction persists. This reminds me of the six human needs described by my coaching mentor, Tony Robbins. The first one is our need for security and for certainty. The second is our need for variety. The third, significance and importance. Fourth, our need for love and connection. Fifth, our need for growth. And sixth and final, our need for contribution. I'm going to dive into each of the needs in a future post because they are beautiful and it's important to know uh, the needs from which we are operating and whether we need to balance them. But for the time being, let's stick to the first and the second, the need for certainty and the need for variety. We all need to feel safe and have certain needs covered, right? A roof over our head, food on the table, our children's education and a decent job. That's true for everyone. Yet, we also like variety, don't we? We like surprises, right? It feels good to have butterflies in our belly and tolerable challenges. And I use this word tolerable because it depends on your personality, right? Now think about this. There are people who prefer to cling to their current realities even if they aren't happy because they are afraid of losing what they know and which makes them feel safe. Mm, I know you're making faces. On the contrary, there are other people who love risks, challenges and changes once their basic needs are met. They enjoy the adrenaline rush of not knowing what will happen and taking up new things. I'm not sure that group is so big, but those people exist. And I'm not sure I'm part of that group, hmm? but I'm not the first either. I'm like in the middle. Both the first human need and the second the need for certainty and the need for variety are neutral, but taken to an extreme, they can be negative. If we are bored with our life, but prefer that to the uncertainty of starting something new, we run the risk of becoming stagnant. And similarly, if we are constantly changing jobs, partners, cities and habits, we will miss the opportunity to grow what we started and to reap what we sowed before jumping to our next goal. 
Tony Robbins tells us, the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty that you can comfortably live with. I love this idea because as I always share on this blog, absolute certainty is unreal. We can try to have some control over our lives, but we are always going to face unexpected things and those will end up unsettling us. So control is just an illusion. We believe that if we think about everything endlessly and analyze it from every possible angle, we'll avoid future frustrations. But it doesn't work like that in real life. The result of control and perfectionism is stress and anxiety. Do you want to experience that? Or do you want to continue like that? I'm sure you don't. The key is to learn how to deal with some degree of uncertainty and its corresponding discomfort to get ready to embark on a new project. Think about the day you started a course, or a job, or a relationship with someone you barely knew. Didn't you feel a knot in your throat or chest or stomach? Yes, you did. And in spite of that, you made it. You could attend that class, you could complete your first day at work and you enjoyed your date. You managed to get out of your comfort zone and to overcome your initial anxiety. And so this podcast is an invitation for you to remember that, to encourage yourself. I think that the fear of starting a new venture is related to the following things that I've um, written down. You can see them on the blog. I'm reading them aloud. So the first one is not feeling enough, the fear of not feeling enough. The second is the fear of not feeling that we will be accepted. Third, feeling that we are always lacking something, you know, degrees, specializations, more organization, more resources, you name it. The fourth is believing that we don't know enough, that we are imposters. The fifth is the lack of certainty that comes with every change and with the unknown, which is natural. But okay, I I understand that it freezes people. The sixth is the investment that we need to make and that we fear we might lose. I know I've been there too and I am there too sometimes. The seventh is disappointing others with our decision. And the eighth is feeling that you still have to analyze more data and think of more and more variables. Hmm? So we cannot reject fear because as we already know, what you resist persists. Rather, the invitation is to be able to relate to fear instead of reacting with fear, being able to calm ourselves as the wisest person in the world would. Imagine the most sensitive and sensible voice telling you, it's normal to feel this way, but listen to your heart, you'll be fine. Instead of reacting with terror, you can deal with it with discernment. I love that term, discernment. In other words, psychologist Sherry Paul taught me that when we feel frightened by our own thoughts, we could ask ourselves, does this come from the voice of fear or my need to flee? Or does this come from the voice of reason? It is a very simple question, but it's very enlightening. And many times when I hear my clients share their concerns with me, I ask them an even simpler question. Is that really so? Are you sure? Are you sure you are not telling yourself a story? 
So to undertake whatever we want, we need to feel calm. And the best way to calm down is through our body, breathing deeply, meditating, and even doing physical exercise until we are exhausted. Because in times of stress, our mind can weave the most creative, creepy, and false stories that will end up entangling us. That is why it is so important to be able to surrender, to have faith, to let go of the need to know things, uh, you know, how things uh, will turn out. We can do our best, but then let go. Just respect the time that processes take. Enjoy it step by step and honor your gifts and your desire to share them with the world. You're probably asking yourself, and if I have setbacks, what will happen? You get up and shake yourself. Remember that those who dare try new things are bound to make mistakes. And they are also bound to use them to learn. But the ones who don't dare won't have any trouble, but they will be left with their unmet goals and their unmet desires. My motto is progress, not perfections, since the latter doesn't exist. Kristen Neff, the researcher and pioneer in self-compassion, talks about two kinds of it. Tender self-compassion, which is accepting what happens to us and offering ourselves comfort in challenging moments, and fear self-compassion, which is protecting, nurturing, and motivating ourselves for action as a mama bear would to defend her cubs from danger, danger or looking for a way to feed them. So, a combination of both types of self-compassion, tender and fears, the ability to turn down the volume on our perfectionist and controlling tendencies, and also the ability to soothe our body in the moments of tension will help us loosen the fears that haunt us when we start something new. Pema Children says something that I use on my website and that I love, really. The time to start is now. Because we always think that the time to start is tomorrow, because we still have to, you know, uh, analyze something or get ready for something, you name it. No, the time to start is now. You are a community of sensible people with sensitive hearts, and I know you have done everything. So now, please start. And if you feel that you cannot do it alone, invest in yourself and ask for help to unblock your potential and to get ahead. I hope this helped you. I hope you are cheering yourself on. And if you know someone who can benefit from this topic, invite them to subscribe. In this way, we will build bridges to help one another on this wonderful path of self-knowledge and personal growth. At the end of the day, this is why I started this podcast, too, to help one another and to feel less lonely. Remember, you can also follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts on Georgina Hudson, Transformational Coach. For the time being, let me tell you, you can do it. Go ahead. And I'm sending you a big hug. <laughs>